cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com It is 360biz.com My name is Debo Homafodi Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz right here on Cliff Central It is a beautiful Wednesday You know this is a show that brings you all things business We bring you legislators We bring you decision makers We're bringing you industry champions We're bringing you all kind of people that are movers and shakers in their own right I'm excited that today I'm bringing you a friend of mine that I've been actually seen um, in a while. That's the first time I saw this guy. Hey, let me tell you, he was dressed up for days, man, you know? Uh, and I remember that he traumatized me. I remember <laughs> I always like make fun of him. And so the first thing that he said that I remember, uh, but I don't want to embarrass him and say it here <laughs> on here, on air. But I know this is a man that definitely takes highly um, what he does and mainly the quality uh, of his work. I know his work, I've had the opportunity of hearing him speak I'm actually excited to be having him today Looking all fly This man, my man, I'm here to, here to see you like me sometimes You know, I know I love my suits And all that. I try by all means to be 80% of the time in them um, But you know, I try at least Like you see today I'm wearing t-shirts and also, But the next time I feel bad, you come looking like that You should have told me when I was moving from home So that I come looking all, <laughs> uh, all stylish uh, and all. But you'll get an opportunity to hear this man speak He's got a voice definitely for it I don't know if he's got a face for it though uh, I know that I've got both <laughs> and that is indeed um, a friend of mine and I've got an amazing uh, lady that um, we have uh, she's actually a colleague of mine um, she's a friend uh, she's just somebody that I admire I love her I think uh, more than anything um, her, her thought patterns you know there's people that just think and there's people that just talk I know definitely she's a thinker um, you know, I was fascinated uh, when I met her about how she carries herself and um, her level of thinking, you know, uh, you know, the other people uh, that are strategists, um, you know, for me, sometimes you look at a person, you're thinking, I know. Would she be able to achieve what we want? <laughs> the next thing you see her uh, in action doing her work, uh, you'll get an opportunity to say hi uh, to the lady uh, as well. I've got amazing young people uh, in studio that um, we've actually taken it up uh, in terms of a development program. Uh, you've got to have an opportunity to actually hear them out. I don't know where's Bulelani. Um, yeah, maybe he still is on his way. You know, business people, they don't become late, they become delayed. Um, but at the end of the day, it is a show done by businessmen at the end of the day for the community and the development of entrepreneurship. I still am Debohoma 40. If you want to join in on the discussion, we're still on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com. If you want to follow us on uh, Instagram as well, it's at cliffcentral.com. Same goes for Facebook. Uh, the hashtag of the show, it's hashtag 360biz. We've got a hashtag 360biz um on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And if you want to follow that as well, it's at 360biz um, as well. I'm sure we're going to be putting up pictures on Instagram so that you see the amazing people that you have. I feel underdressed. I think you must get my jacket in the car. I've got a shirt there. And, you know, I definitely change and look at at uh, them at the end of the day. Today, there was a discussion. We talked about the importance of organizational development uh, for SMEs. You know, developing SMEs and individual. it is definitely something that I'm passionate about. 
about developing managers from early on in their careers can increase performance within companies or within a workplace, and it can strengthen organization and improve their competitive edge. The pipeline starts with identifying the nurturing talent by exposing high-potential individuals to a variety of development opportunities and experiences, and their economy may, I mean, at the end of the day, improve and grow by those individuals. That's why today we joined in studio by Mr. Frederick Mamabolo and Miss Mbali Masego. Let me take this opportunity to actually welcome them to studio um, and actually thank you, uh, lady and agent, <laughs> uh, for joining um, today. Do you want to perhaps take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Where are we starting, uh, Mamabolo? Ladies first? Okay, let's start with a beautiful lady, by the way. Ladies first. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm surrounded by gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hello to everybody who's listening. Uh, and thank you once again, Tabo, for the opportunity to uh, participate in this dialogue. I think it's uh, a very important and significant dialogue, um, mm-hmm. which I think is probably not had necessarily um, enough. And I think it's a dialogue that you, you, you can't stop having enough of because it's, it's very significant. Um, maybe just to share a little bit about myself, who I am, uh, where I come from and some of what, what interests me. Mm-hmm. This is a topic that interests me. Um, very much so. My background is in learning and development. Uh, I currently head up learning, um, for one of our financial services institutions that okay. JC listed. And, uh, I form part of the organizational development team within the organization too. Um, where learning, uh, and, and development and growth is really a core component and a core value uh, of the organization around how do we continue to ensure that the people that we employ within the organization have the opportunity to grow uh, and to perform at the optimal through 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 uh, platforms uh, or programs or learning opportunities that, that we provide. So it really is a topic that is very close to my heart uh, just in terms of Qualification-wise, I don't know if that's something that you want me to elaborate on, uh, but, but I suppose just my my background is around industrial and organizational psychology. Oh, okay. Um, I am also a qualified uh, business coach, and and I believe that coaching is one of su- is one such mechanism that that uh, has a lot of value um, for from a development standpoint. And, and so my interest is in facilitation mm-hmm. uh, and uh, consulting, okay. and developing and designing and implementing learning programs, initiatives, and opportunities for individuals. Teams, Teams and organizations. Okay, maybe let's let, let's take. You know, uh, look at Frederick. He's smiling a lot. Let's slow down. Sorry, see. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. You're doing well. Uh, no, you're okay. doing. Well. I just want to. Um, I just want to take you back a bit. Okay. You said you're heading. Um, you know, a division, a learning division yes. for a JSE listed uh, financial institution. Yes. So right now, one. Um, JSE has got uh, there. There's a report that was it says it's there's one percent. Of women that are sitting in ownership or in management of JSE listed companies. Yes. So for you to be heading the learning aspect of that, okay, guys, you know what? Maybe unfortunately you guys don't seem bad. Maybe you'll see it when I when we are you are you tagging? Are you posting already? <laughs> so <laughs> you know. So for me, it's as if uh, you started working last of last year <laughs> or whatsoever. I don't know whether is it, is it is it good genes or is it, how old are you? <laughs> I am 29. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. So how long have you been in this space? Um, so in the learning space, I've mm-hmm. been in, in the learning space for about seven years now. Okay. Um, and, and in the role specifically, I took up the role 
uh, from July last year. So, oh, is so it? I'm still relatively New. young. Oh, you've in not Rome. made it yet. No, congratulations. You've <laughs> not, you're you. not a year old. So you're still, <laughs> it's still a new thing. Uh, let me take this opportunity to welcome Dadamao. Guys, you must hear this man speak. Um, okay, my man, just as long as you're not going to take my job, eh? <laughs> you can say hi to our listeners, tell us who you are and what is that you do. Thank you, Deborah, for inviting me. It's mm. always a, an honor to to be in your presence. You know that, right? Yeah, no, no, no. You, you, you must put the headphones and hear yourself. Did you hear that voice? Did you hear that? You know. <laughs> well, I, 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 you, you, you disappeared on me the last time. So. <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, thank you very much for inviting me. It's always mm. an honor uh, to be invited by you, especially. Um, yeah, my name is Frederick Garnafatso Mamabola. I am a business productivity coach. I I run a productivity and efficiency training firm. It's called the Activation Hub. So basically what we do, we get the small businesses to do what they said they will do, the way they said they will do it, so that they can get the results they expected to get. Okay. So we basically started specializing in training and development. Um, then we migrated to coaching and, and, and offering technical support to small businesses and individual um, yeah, the only thing special about us is the kind of people that we work with and the results we get thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So, you know, you know, uh, what's interesting thing? Um, I guess maybe you wanted to, you wanted somebody to hear when the introduction to say what he does. Oh, so maybe the one that he wanted, he didn't want to say, uh, offline. He says, I'm just a guy, you know, you're not yes. just a <laughs> Yeah, he was very deceiving, very yeah. sneaky like I'm a that, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a dude. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and you'll, you'll get to him as, as, as we go. This man is very passionate. And uh, let me take an opportunity to welcome young people. Uh, as well that we we having in studio because I know definitely what we're talking about it's something um, that is um, affecting you. My brother, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is that you do? Well, certainly. Thank you, Tevuk, for having me on air today. All right, my listeners, this is Tulani Makanya, and I'm a production of TM Groups owned by Tevuk. Um Basically, I've studied uh, business management, a higher certificate, and a diploma in marketing. You know, the aspect is to build a brand and take it higher than it is today. Mm. So in the business aspect, we can see the, the economy is a bit crippled mm-hmm. in, in the sense of uh, how I'm understanding the fact. Yeah. So given the opportunity to uh, what, how can I put it? How can I put it? Um, given the opportunity to, to be the best at, at what I am Mm. To, to, to grind, to, 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 to prove myself mm. whilst the economy is still, uh, bashing at me. Like, Tebuho giving me that opportunity, making opportunities like that. I mean, like, it's a, it's a great pleasure mm. to be in this platform. I mean, to strive, not to, not to concentrate on the circumstances that are here currently, mm. but to strive for what is best. Yeah. And that's what this man, this man is doing. Yeah. So then tell me just a quick one. Do you, do you think our country is doing enough in terms of developing young people? Um, what can I say? All I can say is it starts with you as an individual. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Our country is doing our best, but is our individuals doing their best? As our country is doing our best. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Certainly. You- we need to say, like, it starts with you. It starts with you as an individual, and it starts with you. So, per a person like you, 
um, you gave me an opportunity. Mm. It's 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 more grateful. It's 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 more pleasing. Mm. No, definitely. Uh, the young man had said it um, that it actually starts with you. Let me take an opportunity to welcome another young man. Um, you know, in the financial services sector, uh, maybe <laughs> uh, this man is young, he's shy, uh, but let me tell you, he's good at what at what he does. Um, say hi to our listeners. Tell us what you that you do. Okay, hi everyone. Um, my name is Prince. I'm under TM Group by Dabohoma Fodi, mm-hmm. and I've studied bachelor's of accounting in the University of Johannesburg, and I've just graduated now on the 27th of March. I'm just here to learn, have excitement because I'm new into the industry. I'm just excited, like, because, like, there was been introducing us into many fields. So when you are a young boy growing up, trying to learn about the business as a whole, because the main objective is to have your own business. But in order to have your own business, you need to learn from the best. So I'm here to learn. I'm here to have excitement and Thanks for the opportunity. No, definitely. No, thanks a lot, my brother. We've got a yay lady who's in a male-dominated industry. You know, why why couldn't you just sit in the kitchen, Mrs. (laughs) I do sit in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Tell us who you are. (laughs) Hi, listeners. My name is Zinke Krita. I'm from Tembisa. I'm doing civil engineering. Like he said, it's a male-dominated department. Mm. Uh, I am a TM group. I've just started recently. Thanks to Mr. T for having me in. I'm experiencing a lot. Um, it's related to what I was doing, which is construction. Mm. So I'm more than happy, more than excited to get that opportunity to experience whatever the lecturers was, was telling us. Mm. Yeah. So I'll be there on site doing everything I could do. Okay. You are a young woman. Uh, she's a, uh, okay, she's not a young, she's a woman. <laughs> so would you say, um, corporate South Africa is doing enough to empower women though? I could say yes, because she's there. She's there. Mm-hmm. She's the example. You don't, you don't know how she got there. <laughs> yes, I don't know how she got there, but she's there. It shows that, um, People, ladies are there, mm-hmm. are coming there, even though it's not yet 50 50, mm-hmm. but there are ladies who are pushing, and she's the example of so that. So there's hope that we're heading somewhere. Yes, there's hope of 50 50 very soon. Is it? Yes. No, definitely. Thank no. you. It's nice uh, speaking to you. That was Zin Klitlita. Um, I mean, I've, I run a graduate placement program within my company. Um, right now, for, 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 I mean, um, people that might not know my story, um, grew up very disadvantaged and it took somebody seeing potential in me and deciding to invest in the potential. And I took that, transformed my life and made a name for myself. So right now, for me, I valued the importance of developing other people because you'll be surprised, um, you know, the amount of difference that you could do in the community, taking young people, exposing them, um, you know, to life and to different things, um, you know, as per se. So now I want to hear from to you to um, individuals that are in the space of development. Maybe let me start with you, Mbali. Do you think Corporate South Africa is doing enough, though, in terms of developing young people? I certainly think that Corporate South Africa can do more. Okay. And we need to do a, a lot more mm-hmm. um, in developing young individuals, particularly in um, communities or in areas or spaces where um, young people would not necessarily have had the opportunity 
to to gain access to uh, to be to compete within the market. Okay. So what you referred to around, and I love the 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 the, the description that the young gentleman gave it the, at, earlier on to say. That an individual also needs to be willing to take yes. up the opportunity themselves, mm-hmm. because if an opportunity is created and made available, but the individual on the other end is not receptive and doesn't take it up, mm-hmm. then it just remains but an opportunity that could have been realised and never did and never was realised. Okay. So I think the, the the combination of the two, a willing recipient but also a, a willing body, uh, to create opportunities for young people to be exposed, to learn, to grow, mm-hmm. and to ultimately be able to participate in our economy, is very very important. And I think corporates need to do. Um, a lot more than 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 what they're doing. Mm. Okay, uh, you work with corporates. She's sitting in corporate. Uh, would you say um, is corporate enough in terms of getting people like you uh, to ca- actually go out there and develop people? Or even I know you specialize mainly in. Um, okay, I know I love how you put it. What's your specialty? Well, it's productivity and efficiency. Productivity and efficiency within the workplace. Yes. Yes. Um, are you getting enough business from, from corporate or is corporate doing enough in terms of supporting you to actually come in and develop people within the organizations? Re- remember, part of training is compliance to the mm-hmm. Skills Development Act, Skills De- uh, Levies Act and all those. So because it's compliance, the, the, the dilemma becomes for a business owner or for corporate South Africa. The dilemma is, do I develop this person in their direction or in my direction? Mm. And that is where the problem is. So whether yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah, enough yeah. or mm. not enough, it's, 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 it's a good question. But mm. again, Enough in what direction? Because there are many young people, and I like what the lady said. She said she's in a program, Mm. and she's been capacitated and trained in the direction of Mm. her desire. Mm. Many young people that are accounting graduates are in the field learning civil engineering. You you understand? Because Mm. that's what the firm wants. That's Mm. what the firm is pushing, and that's that's what they want to develop. And and because it's compliance, we need to comply. So you just get all this young people, especially lately, graduates are available everywhere. The CITAS have made them available with the stipend mm. and it, it, it appears to corporate South Africa, free labor. Hello, let's take them in. Mm. And you then look inside and say, what are they going to do? There's nothing for them to do. Look, I have my own objectives. I'm going to take them and put them in line with my own objectives and let's push that. Mm. So what my worry is, is enough patience is not applied in deciding what do I want as a corporate company and who do I want and what am I going to offer? Let there be that hand love match so that there's results at the end of the day because now the the more the, the the level of morale in corporate starts to go down, especially uh, public companies, because now I'm here, but I'm not doing what I want to do. Uh, remember, it's bad enough that I have studied what I didn't want to study. Now here I am. I'm now mm. at the second level of being stabbed in the back. One, I studied what I didn't want to study. Now I said, okay, now I've studied this thing, so let me go into a company, and now get a position on this thing then when I get them introduced to the third level of another thing now now I'm doing what I don't want studied what I don't want I'm a guy that I don't want I'm like I'm, I'm like a blind man in a dark room looking for a black cat that is not there <laughs> yeah no I actually, I actually like what, 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 what you've just said uh, but how many young people though or just people in general within your workspace 
um, that you find that they, they are caught up in this race of that they studied what they don't want and right now they caught up doing a job that they don't want and that's why in a way they are unable to become effective um, you know in that workplace um, I think in terms of our, our organization specifically, I think that a lot of the young people that we bring into the organization mm-hmm. have generally had a, a little bit more support um, before, either before, if they, if they were part of a, our, our, I'll talk about it from two perspectives. The one is if they were coming out of a university, they would have probably um, had the opportunity to engage with career counseling services and guidance services either at a school level or in the university that they are currently operating in to at least, you know, begin to inform a little bit about what is the, that thing that, that energizes me, that makes me tick. What is an area of interest or a field of interest of mine? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so generally when they come into the organization, they have a clear sense, uh, more, more often than not. And I think that, the, that, that, that the direction in which they are wanting to take is aligned when they come into the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that though, where, where the guidance then becomes even more critical once they join the organization, linked to exposure, linked to uh, mentorship, becomes, I don't know what I don't know. So I may feel or I may think that actually I am passionate about law until I come into an organization and I'm required mm. to actually, you know, put that theoretical understanding or knowledge of what I thought law is into practice. Mm-hmm. And then I realize mm, maybe law is not so much for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've had many stories of people saying, you know, I wanted to go the medical route. Then I went and volunteered and did some mm-hmm. service in, in a clinic and I saw blood and I fainted. And I was like, that is <laughs> not the career path yeah. for me. So I think generally, you know, I, I think a lot of the the, the that do come into our organization come with, with a general sense or inkling of what it is that they want to, to do ultimately in terms of their long career progression and then the conversation becomes very different around Then it means you don't have a job, Marcel. You are being paid for free. Why, hey. what do, it means you don't have a job. If what they come mean? already knowing what they want. Oh, no, 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 wait. I'm still, I'm still getting Oh, there. okay. Then the work for the organization becomes around how do we ensure that we create the right opportunities and because and, and learning continues. It doesn't end when you've got your degree. It continues even on the job. So how do we create the the right learning opportunities continue to expose you in the right direction so that you can grow and, and develop. I made earlier reference to our bursary program that we that we offer to 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 individuals um, who who may not necessarily have had the opportunity to to access funds etc or opportunity to be able to study through our CSI um, uh, um, and there again the, the the strategy is no different it's it's not just about paying for the, them to study whatever they want to study it's about engaging them before you even um, begin to to sponsor their studies around is this the right career path for you so the interview progress is exceptionally rigorous around really crystallizing what it is that the individual is wanting to study linked to where they see themselves ultimately um, and as they continue to study, they've got support in the form of real readiness programs, coaches, mentors that continue to guide them along the way. So I, I do, I do agree that um, you will find yourself in a very difficult situation as an organisation if you are very prescriptive around what people should be studying. Um, but, but I think it, some of these things can be mitigated around how do we enable people to make the right des- decisions and the choices upfront. Hmm. So now, I mean, um, in a, in a question of maybe, let me give you a scenario. Um, somebody has had alignment and they've got into work and everything. So for me, I think I never realized until three years back, uh, how much personal life can affect professional life. So, and now you find other people, they're generally good at what they do, but now they're failing to become effective because now their personal life, it's affecting their work life. You know, how do you help those individuals? 
I think there's there's two parts to mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one part, which is what you alluded to at the beginning of the of the of the show, is around the significance of organizational development, and I and I link that very closely to the culture of an organization and the culture that an organization creates uh, that enables their their employees to to flourish uh, and to perform and, and to thrive essentially. So I think there's there's two parts there, and one is around the environment in which. Um, uh, leaders and an organization can create for people to be most effective and do the work that they need to do. And I think coupled with that, you know, there's a realization that people are not robots. We mm-hmm. come with, with, with emotions. We come with, with circumstances. We, we, we come with everything. We can't mm. leave that outside of the door when we clock in to come into the work environment, into the workspace. And any progressive organization needs to realize that you are not just hiring a person to fill a role. You're hiring an individual with all that they come with. Um, and you need to create a, 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 a culture of care, concern, support. Uh, and you can do that through various programs. A lot of companies have wellness programs, employee assistance programs, uh, counseling services. And so I think it's about meeting a, pe- a person where they're at in terms of their need. Mm-hmm. But it's not about saying, sorry, Mbali, uh, it's not my fault that you're going through a divorce at the moment. Uh, sort yourself out and leave it at the door. Come in and be productive uh, because you're not going to be effective. No but, but, but with us, small business, that's what we'd say. Because we don't have the, uh, the the luxuries of having Bali's coming in and say, no, you need counseling and uh, all of that. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think you don't have it necessarily built in-house. But I, but I think caring and showing concern for individuals is not something that is, is an organization thing. It's a human thing. Mm. And that's, so I think to, and, and where organizations are concerned, you've got a lifeline. Lifeline is an organization that is open to, to everybody, uh, within the country. You pick up a phone on the other end of the line, you've got, uh, trained counselors who, who can assist and, and enable and guide. So it's around, you know, creating the space for a person at a particular point in time mm-hmm. when they may need a little bit extra support because also in a, in a startup or in a small, in a small career, you're going to demand a lot from people mm. and you want them to be at their best mm. in order to, to, to get the, the most out of them mm. It's very critical You can't have people Who are half Kind of there Half not Especially when you're trying To build the foundation Of your business So I, I think there are ways In which you can work around it Even if it's not Part of an internal offering mm. in your, Within your startup Okay But you speak about There's no There's other ways In terms of doing um, You know Things um, Right now Your focus is productivity um, right now, I know for a fact the reason I've brought us to have this conversation is because it's not only corporate South Africa that listens to the show. It's it's a lot of SMEs as well, and even other businesses within the conti- the continent. And as a small business, half of the time we don't have a budget to pay for people like you uh, to come help with our productivity within the company. Um, so, what other ways are there? In terms of one helping their employees develop to be good or best employees within a company, maybe let's take an approach where we look at a small business. Mm. You were talking about small business not having a budget to afford um, this kind of manpower. Mm. Look, small businesses don't thrive mainly because of product excellence. Um, they don't even thrive because of. Uh, business acumen, the intelligence of their systems and, 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 and processes. The first thing that makes a small business to succeed is when the human capital, it's, it's in synergy. So I'm running a small business. It's only the two of us. The systems and processes are in place. The finance systems, the, all the compliance are in place. We, our, our finances are in place and also our product is good. Everyone likes our product, but the two of us, the partners, 
we are over each other's head. Mm. That systems and processes and that good product that is thriving out there will go down to the drain. Mm. Because uh, if you go out there and you look at good products that are in the hands of people who don't agree, you'll, 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 you'll be shocked. You look at some people and say, well, you've got a wonderful concept. You've got a wonderful system in place. Why don't you sell it? Selling takes a relationship. A relationship mm. takes energy. Synergy takes some kind of being cared for. Okay, you and need to repeat that. You need to. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a good point. Um, it takes. You think t- selling takes a relationship? It takes a relationship, and a relationship, and relationship takes, takes synergy. synergy. So I, mm. I need to. To she needs to feel me. You know. Mm. Well, okay. You know. You know. What okay. I mean. No, you don't want Mali to feel you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what she needs. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 that's you know, a projection uh, of no. It, it, it has to be. It has to have that. Uh, uh, um, you know, I uh, be a prophet of some sort. Mm. Know what the customer is gonna need. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I don't like a product from people who don't seem to care about me. Unfortunately, mm. uh, the bigger the company, the more we, we drift away from those things. Mm. Uh, because now we are looking at, we have KPI to chase. Please mm. stop crying now. Get back to your desk. Let's move. You, you mm. get it. So the bigger the company, the, a bigger company can afford people who fight. Mm-hmm. A bigger company can, it has a, it has a, it has that, that cushion that can really take the shock of two guys who don't agree. In fact, it is I very, I tell fa- you, as a small company, I can't afford that luxury. It is very fashionable in bigger mm. companies, especially listed. I worked for, for a, a listed company up here in Santon when I started up. It looked like it was, it was a fashion parlor. We, we all dressed to kill and the salary was competitive and therefore we were forever on each other's neck. Because I need your position I, I need you out By hook or by crook So And the company could afford to take that Because when you're out They can put another you in a mm. second So they could afford that But the smaller the business We, we can't afford that mm. So we, we put uh, We would put our blood money On getting relationships right mm. You know I spend my time talking to my staff uh, Other than spending time Refining my systems It's easy to do the systems I can do them from my house And get I can even hire Another company to put the systems in place mm. But what if the whole team doesn't like me And I know that it's not a popularity contest But to some extent I'm small And when I'm small That popularity contest thing needs to be brought in mm. That's why she said something very critical About learners that come already ready We we realize that productivity in When we go into the corporate And start uh, preaching productivity Is already too late So we started with high school readiness programs That says to a child coming out of private to high school to say this is not that so please gear up for the following things that are going to happen in high school and then we have those trained mentors that are going to look after them in high school after high school we have a tertiary readiness program which says now you're going to a tertiary what happened is you're going to attend one class over there and you have to walk and go to attend the other one over there just that change alone they were used to having their lectures coming to them now you've got to go to a lecture room now and those lecture rooms are different you have to be moving around the whole day and you might meet your ex's boy's neighbor right in the middle and have to engage <laughs> so now 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 time management come come to become critical so we prepare them for tertiary but now when they are in tertiary we have to do work readiness programs to say now now this tertiary is over you are now going into the workplace let's prepare
prepare you for the workplace. There are ethics, behaviors, processes, systems, people over there. There's a culture, a new one. Once you get into, into, into corporate South Africa, this is what is required of you. Mm. Now, when they get into corporate South Africa, we say to them now, there are three levels of productivity that you have to really, uh, uh be cautious of. One is product productivity, sales, basically. The, 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 the product needs to go. We need to sell. We need mm. to sell because the more we sell, the more money comes in and True. the more we can sustain the company. Mm. So we will talk to them about that product excellence. And then we go to the next level of business productivity. Basically, there are rules, there are policies, there are procedures that you need to follow. The more you follow that, the more the business do well because now we don't want to spend time in hearings. We don't want to spend time and money in, in CCMAs and so on. So at the business process level, we need you to be very productive. So this is how you do it. And then the last level that we look at is at a at a interpersonal level, your level. We we need productivity at that level. You asked a question, or one of you asked a question about. Uh, you gave an example about uh, somebody is going through the divorce, and somebody says, "Look, look, put your divorce at the door. Come in, let's let's move. We we we're busy up in here." So productivity starts at that level as well, from an individual level. Unfortunately, companies don't have the time, not the mandate, to look after your personal life. They can only do this much. You need to go home and. Really uh, uh, work, and that's why a personal coach is something that is very important if you're going to try and 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 be a success in corporate South Africa. But but just the long and the short of it is preparation helps because prior proper planning prevents poor performance. Hmm. Okay, what do I say after that, Mbel? <laughs> you applaud. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, this this is the point where I wish we had this jingle. Like, oh, 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 oh. No, I mean, you you you've made mention of of quite um, a number of I think um, insightful and 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 critical uh, parts that I think um, that are key, and I think we tend to overlook a small business. You know, and that are key. That's why right now, one thing I've always said, uh, as a small business, our intention from day one is to make money. And right now, um, we forget that uh, we need to implement a strategy. We need to look after the individuals that we have, you know. We need to actually put time in planning, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, 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 as to where we're going, what is it that you want to do, and as well planning for the individuals that you bring in as to how can they grow um, within the company because it's to them growing, being better people, that they're able to become effective and productive um, within the company um, that that you have. So now, I mean, one of the things that I think it, it, it's a challenge though um it's it's a question of um i don't know maybe i i want to answer you from from i, I appreciate the answer from both of you um to say it looks like you know okay let me make an example an analogy of this i've real have you realized how fast food or junk food is the cheapest um compared to healthy food you know, uh, no, don't worry, I'm not saying you've got a tummy, so I see you already. <laughs> so, uh, when one's decided to say, I want to start eating healthy or I want to start, um, um, following a certain diet and this and that, the budget starts going skyrocket. So right now, in this instance, it's cheaper for businesses to just go and, you know, chase money and everything else they'll see in front, you know, because now the minute they start sitting and say, no, I want to look at wellness, you know, I want to look at development, I want to look at whatever, then the bill starts going skyrocket. So, I mean, right now, 
besides um i know lifeline lifeline it's more assisting with with personal well-beings and this and that you know so right now for me i think our country's got provision for more personal well-beings than professional well-beings so at the end of the day tomorrow we need people or young individuals that are going to be changing the workplace that are going to be changing the marketplace and right now we've got a generation of old people that don't want to be doing handover mm-hmm. i mean for me i was even shocked with the reshuffle that the president did uh, and all of a sudden it has become about no i want to bring in young people and for the longest young people the longest time young people were complaining to say they're not using us and right now they're coming out and there's be a young people that will be coming in that can't think, that can't do a whole lot of things. I think that's why um, I love the organization you work for because it's young people doing amazing stuff, you know. So to say, for me, is it some? Is it a culture thing? Uh, is it a timing thing? Or is it a mindset thing? And is it something that um, can change uh, to t- through time? Or is it something that we must just forget in this generation and see the next second or third generation? Um, you've said a lot, so I'm trying to, to, to weave out and see exactly which, which parts to, to start with. Okay. And I'm, I'm a little bit lingering on where we, where we ended off with the, with the, with the last question around, um, if you don't have the muscle, if you don't have the, 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 the pocket mm. to establish and build your own yes. internal, uh, uh, capabilities mm. that, uh, can enable you to build the relationships that you need to build and to, and to be more strategic in your, in your startup. Mm-hmm. And I think really, uh, the, the, Maybe a bit of a practical point is to say that what I loved about the example you gave about relationships and, the, and how critical relationships are for synergy, um, relationships are also critical for alignment. And I think if, if as an organization, if you have two partners in a business and you aren't aligned around purpose, what is it that we are, are trying to achieve really? Why do we exist uh, as an entity? Mm-hmm. What, what, what need do we see out there in the market that we are trying to, to fulfill? If we aren't aligned at a, at a purpose level, if we aren't aligned around philosophies and beliefs because I hold assumptions around certain things and you hold assumptions around certain things, if we can't align, um, then, then, then it doesn't matter what product we end up developing, it, it will probably mm-hmm. never see light of day, it will probably never go to market uh, and, and, and we, we probably won't even be able to to remain afloat for for a very long period of time, mm-hmm. and I think people tend to, uh, at times, particularly in the smaller stages of 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 the of the of the the business, could potentially because of the pressure that you're referring to around pressure to bring in money because I need to survive, I need to be able to keep my expenses, whatever expenses that I have afloat, can neglect the significance of taking that time that time out to as partners really have critical dialogue around a uh, 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 purpose linked to strategy linked to what we're trying to achieve really mm-hmm. and it's those points that are really most critical so i think the the, the long and short of it is that i think uh, each entrepreneur needs to have a thinking partner i think mm-hmm. thinking partners are are very very important i think what coaches provide is exactly that a thinking partner what Organizational development consultants in a bigger corporate space provide is a space in which you can explore your thinking. You can really uh, flesh out and interrogate. But and you guys out. come at the cost. You guys are not so, cheap. So that's what I'm saying to you that I, <laughs> I don't think that you necessarily always need to have uh, a practitioner. I'm saying there's benefit and there's value and there's merit. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely another lens that, that comes with it. But as a start, I think don't underestimate um, just how much you, you hold and know in, in and of yourself as, a, as an entrepreneur. Okay. You got to where you got to, mm-hmm. uh, not by chance or by flu- 
outlook. And I think if you partner and, and find advisors in either in, in, a, in a network that you can create for yourself, a diversified network of individuals you can tap into. Uh, and, and, and You're part of my network, so does it mean, I, does it mean exactly. I can tap into you? You can certainly tap into oh, me. Okay. You're tapping into me now. <laughs> and you know what? We've expanded your yeah. network to your listeners okay. who are now you know, having an opportunity to tap into, into, into other individuals. So I think don't underestimate that the just in being in conversation, being in relationship mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the impact that can have on an organization at whichever level. Uh, it's just as important for big organizations to engage in dialogue mm. and, to, and to align constantly because big organizations can fall and have fallen. Um, and, and I think we can't underestimate the significance of creating the space, the time and, and really being able to, to think mm. uh, and, and align because, and, and create the culture that you want to sustain your business. Mm. Um, on the issue of handover, or we've got all people that don't want to hand over women. Well, I think young people are just shooting. Human uh, rights will follow us late. Well, for me, handovers, they are hand in hand with readiness. And readiness is subject to whoever is uh, assessing that readiness. And I, I, I carry the same sentiment with all other brands Mm -hmm. is that I won't buy from you because you are my friend. I'll buy from you because what you're offering is in line with my needs. Oh, I don't that explains know. why you've not bought from me. I, I, I <laughs> And I, you're supposed to be my friend. Because when I bought from you, I need to be able to advocate for the decision uh, clearly, not on the basis. They are not your friends. So when I sell to them, I need not say, go buy, he's my friend. Mm. I need to say, go buy, there is value. Because value is value regardless of who and where <laughs> and when. But friendship is only limited at an arm's length. Mm. So I don't hand over to no young people if they are not ready. I don't want to be handed over to if I'm not ready. Mm. Um, I don't encourage anyone to hand over to nobody if that person is not ready. Mm. And again, he, he said something very wonderful that, look, readiness is your personal responsibility. Wake up in the morning and say, I want that. I'm going to be prepared for it. And there's one thing about opportunities is that opportunities, they seem to be attracted to the ones that are ready. So I know the argument that can, the counter argument might be, yeah, but we have been ready. Why is the opportunities not come to us? Usually the people who are ready, they never sing a song of I'm ready. Mm. They just go out there and work and do what they have to work. Uh, I've seen people who protest like that. They ended up leaving companies because they get into a company and other people are promoted and he's not. Mm. And he sits there and sing and sing and create Mm. a lot of conflict within the organization. But a truly ready person grows, grows, grows. And he says, I don't think I should be here. I think I should step out and go somewhere. Look at you now. You probably stepped out from somewhere for you to be where you are. Mm. You know, uh, even you to be at that company where you are, where they are stepping you up, you stepped out to step up. So, so never, ever, ever, ever focus that your growth comes from this particular place. Mm. Your growth can come from anywhere else. I said to my young people yesterday, I said, look, all uh, in our black communities, whenever there is an, an event, we always pitch a tent. Yeah. There's a principle of a tent I like is that a tent, smaller tents usually will have two pillars in, in the center and, and a couple of pillars, more than four around them. Now, the question I ask is, which of those strings of the tent is stronger? Hmm. Which one must I cut first to bring the tent down? Okay, if that is difficult, how many must I cut down uh, uh, less than 50%? How many must I cut down to bring uh, the tent down? Somebody say it will depend on the wind, the strength of the tent, and so on and so on. So the principle there is give equal respect to all the strings of the tent. 
Because you don't know which one is holding it together mm. So when you nail them down hey. Do it with all efforts And to bring the tent down Gracefully and successfully You need to cut all of them mm. So that the tent can come down And some men will just strengthen two cables Because they feel is their area of their strength mm. Some will just focus on one Because it's an area of the strength If you have five areas in your life And you are very excellent I'm talking cum laude On two of them mm. You are weak so strength is if if you are fifty percent in ten areas of your life, you are stronger than a guy who is hundred percent in five areas of his life. You see, I rather have the wheels of my car instead of them do, being on two hundred and fifty kp. I would rather have them on on hundred all of them than to have all of them on the, the, the one side on two hundred and fifty and the other one too flat. The car won't move. In fact, I would rather have all wheels half flat than to have one wheel out. So so balance is, is, is what brings the whole logic together. And that's what true relationships are. They are a balance. If, if, if you grow more than I do and we are in a relationship of growth, we have a problem. Why are you growing faster than I am? Something <laughs> is wrong with me or something is wrong with you or something is wrong with us. Mm -hmm. So smaller, smaller companies, they have a disease and this is their disease is that they get to a level where they put uh, uh, product growth. At the expense of individual growth And then the pro, the product will grow, 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 grow Skyrocket And then there is no men and women to hold it together To stay where it is That's why your bigger companies Your Coca-Colas of this world And many, many other companies That have stayed over the challenges of decades Their secret is not usually in the product Come on, I know many drinks that are better than Coke uh, But there's a secret that they do They they look after their people with a certain caution They, they have this level of control Consistency in how they look after the internal and the external stakeholders and even the stakeholders that are not yet here. The question is, what you do today, how would it affect you tomorrow? You said a wonderful, uh, 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 uh thing, uh, uh, Brati. You said that, 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 it's it's cheaper to eat junk food right now as opposed to eating good food. Mm. It looks like it's cheaper for organizations to do as they please as opposed to uh, doing the right thing. You know, uh, the absence of a coach like me in your organization will rely in you having to hire a lawyer uh, for and and have to deal with legal issues. You you can you have to choose which costs you want to pay. Do you want to pay my costs <laughs> or you want to pay those other costs? Uh, uh, you, so you choose. You rather pay my costs or you have to have your 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 cost go up because of leaf abuse because now they don't like coming to work now and they take leaves uh, uh, like it's going out of fashion so you choose do you want to have a payroll uh, uh, and stuff turnover going up you gotta pay the bill either either way so but prevention is better than cure and uh, I'm your prevention so you get me in you I save you all of all this stuff that you do just change the tires and get a new tire me and then you don't get stuck going to your wedding with the bride and the groom Bending up so so for me in a short in a short space of time uh doing as you please will please you but you cannot not respond to that but in a long term <laughs> you're gonna pay a price they say if you play instead of pray you will pay with pain mm. <laughs> but <laughs> I, <I'm>, I, <laughs> I love the, the analogies and the examples I think they bring color to, to the dialogue. I, I'm in agreement. I think, I think if you, if you don't invest time, and I think what you're saying is the, the, 
Again, I do, I do believe it comes down to what is the culture that you're trying mm-hmm. to create within your organization mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what the value you bring mm-hmm. uh, coming into an, uh, an organization and helping them iron out some of these you know, at the beginning of the of the show, you said, you know, if, if you and I are in a partnership and I am just on your, your last nerve, I'm mm-hmm. like, we cannot see eye to eye, we will run into a lot of trouble. We'll run yeah. into a lot of problems. Uh, firstly, we will not make sales. We will not agree on even which market should we niche ourselves. Uh, we, we won't even uh, be able to, to align around how do we develop people in our organization. We won't be able to align around uh, what is strategy and growth and good look like for us. Mm-hmm. So, so, so there'll be a, like, a lot of, of, of issues that will that will then come up, which result in things like legal fees, uh, if, if it comes mm. to that, or inefficiencies that could have been dealt with um, had we created the right type of culture within our organization. So 100%, I agree. I think, I think it's, it's a function that's critical, so much so that in our organization, that function is an in-house function. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, mm-hmm. we don't, we, 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 we've seen the value so much of having individuals who are, are proficient and can and, and Run process for the organization um, So that we, we make sure that we are aligned uh, Continually because we, we can see the direct Impact at a very commercial and real Level uh, of, of, on our business Lines if, if there are internal People issues that mm-hmm. don't serve us Yeah I mean um, you, you made mention of something very critical um, In terms of If we're in a relationship and I Grow faster than the other person I, I know I've said to my friend, to one of my friends the other day, I was saying, I'm worried that you're growing and you're growing at the so much pace and you're comfortable with your partner just being home, not growing and this and that. And I said to the, to the person that my worry is that tomorrow you'll be coming home. You're unable to conversate, uh, transactions with this person because, uh, it's, it's jargon to her or it's something that she's got no clue on about. And when I right now, you end up having people that fascinate you out there because you're able to have conversations with them, you know? So, I mean, do you say now development, um, it needs to extend from professionally now to personal as well? Development has, nature has taught us uh, development and it has given us the tools of development for Mm. free. We ignored them over and over again. Nature continue to try and teach us, grow Mm. together. Imagine if your right hand grows longer than your left hand, there's a problem. If your eye on one side, the other one grows bigger than the other, mm-hmm. there is a problem. If mm-hmm. one ear grows the other one uh, bigger than the other, there is a problem. Somehow, things that are together are expected to grow together. Why am I together with you if if we're not going to grow together? For me personally, whether I'm in a business relationship or otherwise, as long as it's a relationship, my first priority of the relationship is not the reason why we're in a relationship, is you. You are my first point of, 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 of interest in a relationship mm-hmm. besides what we are in the relationship for. That's why when I choose you, I don't choose you looking at the product. I choose you looking at you. Would you be a structural engineer once said to me, look, Fred, before you put together a building, you put together a structure, you know, those steel structures that they put. But the question the, 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 the structural engineer should ask is, would this structure withstand the, the weight that is going to be put on it? Would it be able to withstand the number of people that we want to reside in the structure? Mm. So the, the bigger question for me, the, 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 the bigger thing for me would be, 
I should not bring anyone into a relationship with me if I'm not willing to grow them. And they should not bring me in if they are not willing to grow me, especially as it relates to the purpose for which every relationship will last for as long as the purpose for which it was formed exists. Mm. For as soon as that purpose uh, is finished, people just grow apart. Mm. And sometimes the reason I can grow you is because the reason why we got together in the first place has been depleted. But as long as the re- the mandate is still on course, we need to really work together. Mm. So, so development, yes, I agree with you. Development has its root in our personal life. It has its stems in what we do, either our professionalism or our our social practices. But it has its fruits in those who come after us. They are the ones who enjoy the fruits, though the roots are deep down in what we do when the mm. lights are off, the mic is off, and the, and and we are laying down in our own homes what happens there tells us the culture you spoke about culture culture is the most important thing mm. because in a bad culture even even an evil man even a good man's good deeds are not recognized so somehow we need a good man uh, but we don't create a good environment so a yeah. good man in a bad environment becomes a bad man mm-hmm. and we then want to bring uh, horrible people and we say they must come in a good environment and make it thrive the environment is the king the environment is the king it must be protected it must be grown because it it is the custodian of the of the culture so it it's a pity for smaller businesses Environments becomes the business owner. You are the environment. What you say is it's it's policy. If you say uh, uh, X, it become X becomes a, a policy. But in a bigger company, uh, like I said, there there is a great buffer. You know, it can take it can take the beating, and you can even hear somebody says, "Look, I can reshuffle whoever I want. I can remove whoever I want, and put whoever I want." They have that muscle. Mm. They can afford, but at a smaller scale, we can't. Mm. Do you agree that we should grow together? In what sense? In a relationship. You've got to be very specific. In a relationship. Mm. We should grow together. No, you but- and I? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, there's, 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 I, I do believe so. I think, I think, and what, what, the growth will not necessarily, the growth will not necessarily always look the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't expect that you will look and be exactly like how I am. Mm. But I think the growth does need to be complementary. And I think, um, where, where then the, the right arm begins to, because even, even when you look at the right and the left arm, mm-hmm. the fingers are not positioned in the same place. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, again, it's going to be, it's not going to be complementary and, and you won't be yeah. able to, you know, to, to, this to complementary, it's a problem. Cause that's why now you end up looking for a person that takes the boxes than the person. That you meant to be with. I think if you look for the for the person that ticks the boxes that are your boxes, that are to look like you, mm-hmm. this is, you know, I think that could be slightly problematic. Um, but I think you will know there's the synergy that will ha- that that will be in existence when when you are in a complementary relationship, be it a business relationship or, or whichever form. Mm-hmm. So I think that is very significant uh, to 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 ensure that you are growing. Um, and and I think you as an individual should aim to take people along the journey mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. So I think where you you become very selfish about your own development at the expense of others, I think that is problematic. And I mm-hmm. think you need to do a little bit of questioning for yourself there to say that actually, if I if I am going to grow, I, I'm going to ensure that. Whoever is around me is also going to grow. I think I'm mm-hmm. fortunate enough to have people in my life who do exactly that for me. My partner pushes me all the time. He's mm-hmm. he's always um, saying, you know, okay, fine, great, we're here, uh, we're building towards this, and and how mm-hmm. how can we continue to do so? But recognizing and realizing that I come with my own strengths, mm-hmm. yeah. I come with my own. Um, 
parts that, that make up who I am. Yeah. And so does he. And I think provided they're complementary, we'll, we'll move forward. Um, what I, what I, sorry, just, and I, if I may, just to pick up the piece around the culture and the onus on you as a, as a business, uh, as maybe the, the founder and the leader, I think, it's exceptionally onerous. And I think I don't mm-hmm. want to underestimate the, the complexity and the difficulty that an entrepreneur has to hold around managing revenue lines, around ensuring that they're partnering and they're bringing in the right people, mm-hmm. and then still being responsible for the environment that they create and the culture they create. Mm-hmm. It's exceptionally onerous, but I think it's such a prime opportunity that you have um, mm. to really build something that, that uh, can enable uh, individuals for generations to come. You yeah. speak about the fruits of individuals who are going to eat. So I think it's a, it's a prime position, but I think it, it is exceptionally difficult and I commend individuals who, who, who venture in that route because it's something that shouldn't be underestimated, yeah. the significance. No, definitely. Uh, no, it is definitely um, an insightful discussion. I think if ever you've just joined in, uh, you've missed out on an interesting show, but you can go to www.cliffcentral.com and go to podcast. So you can even download the Cliff Central app on your phone to actually catch um, the podcast. Let me take this opportunity to actually thank uh, my guest today. Just quickly for people that want to follow you on social media you are? Frederick Anafazumamabol on Facebook uh, and uh, Afmamabola on Instagram. Hmm. I, I'm not on Twitter. It's too short to type and I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mbali? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn and hmm. I'm Mbali Maseko. Oh, okay. Yes. You're not on any social media? I am on other social media, oh. but those are, are very are personal. Oh, okay. So I think, uh, no, yeah. it's, no, it's fine. It's, it's healthy segmentation, I call is it. it. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, definitely. And this is all that we had for you uh, today right here on 360 Biz. Catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Biz. My name is Debo Homer 40. Unfortunately, Bulelan is not here, <laughs> and I'm out. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.